Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic day today, even though this nonsensical election crap is still probably going to be going on in perpetuity until the globalists no longer want it to. We pretty much have realized, and I was talking to Dad about it before the show, we've got ourselves in this quandary, which we've already realized was going to happen. We called this for months and months. Even Trump said this was going to happen. Everybody knew this was going to happen because it's exactly what the banker boys wanted to happen. And now the fraud and the level of ballots of deceased individuals. I've, I've been seeing numbers all over the place from these reports now. Rudy Giuliani even went to Pennsylvania yesterday, as you see that. They're keeping the circus act up to make sure they keep this as invasive as possible. And so it puts, our, puts us in a precarious situation in the American Republic, in a constitutional republic, because if we actually allow Biden to go through with this massive cheating scandal, the election system will be completely and totally done. There will be no constitutional republic. Everybody has to realize that. It will, it will be over. We'll be like a banana republic, be a third world country, where they just kind of go in, okay, well, we're going to elect this guy because he got 100,000 votes and this guy got zero votes and nobody voted for the guy that got 100,000. doesn't matter. It just matters to count the ballots. Or if Trump continues to push it, and the Supreme Court rules in his favor, even if Biden allegedly won by cheating, it's going to start a massive conflict. So this is why we told everybody, get ready and get ready to buckle down. I saw something funny yesterday that it kind of just was ironic. They're now saying that Biden has now broken the record for the most candidate votes in U.S. history literally has more votes than any candidate has ever gotten in U.S. history. Now, of course, our population has continued to grow. But again, as you can see, with the level of fraud that's starting to ensue, it's just smoke and mirrors to keep everybody glued to the TV screen and nobody asks questions about the bankers. Or let's discuss what's continually going on with COVID and our economy and the draconian unconstitutional lockdowns and the CDC now essentially no longer even counting the flu for 2021 season. Even the numbers they have are literally in the double digits. They're so low because everything's now getting registered as COVID. That's what they don't want people to be discussing and talk about. And they're doing a pretty good job of it, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, you and I kind of summed up this whole mess yesterday. And, you know, we talked about the fraud, the election fraud, and some precincts in some areas, 125, 130% of registered voters have voted. In other words, we have millions of fraudulent votes here. And these guys ended up wanting Hillary Clinton to be in four years ago. They really did. They wanted the witch of Benghazi to win. That's why she hasn't been touched in four years. Trump's done nothing. Because what happened is... When Trump got into office, he was the accidental president. You know, we all prayed, and you know, then we overwhelmed them at the at the voting booths last time. Well, they made sure that didn't happen again. And what they did, they had they had to bring Trump to heel. Now, what does that mean? If you train a dog, you know, when you when you yoke his you know, on his choke chain, you go heel. And Trump had to be brought to heel, and he was easily brought to heel because of all his sexual improprieties, because of all of the stuff they did to him in the media because of the fact that his daughter and his son-in-law are Kabbalists. So what they did is they both basically stacked the deck. Just in case one or the other won, they were to control both sides. In other words, he was quickly brought to heel. He had his evangelical groups coming in and meeting him in the White House for six, eight months. That all stopped. It's all stopped. He didn't bring the key people in anymore. He didn't do it. Why? Because he was told not to. You know, so all of this stuff 
has led to Trump being completely and totally compromised. I mean, Trump is the one who pushed the red flag gun laws in the state of Florida that we now have to contend with here in Florida with our patriots sometimes basically having their guns seized and they didn't even do anything because some neighbor dropped a dime on them. So here we are. We found ourselves again in this precarious position of what are we going to do next? And it's like you said, Austin, you know, if we sit back and let them steal the election, which is blatant fraud now, then we've become a banana republic and the republic is lost. That's what, we, that's what we are. That's where we are now. Because, you know, Stalin said it doesn't matter who, who people vote for. It's only it matters who counts the ballots. And, and that's where we found ourselves with the Diebold election fraud, with the fake mail-in voter ballots, with the, with the Supreme Court saying there in Pennsylvania that it doesn't matter if the signatures don't match. It doesn't matter if what's going on with the, uh, you know, the postmark. Nothing matters. It has to be counted. I mean, it's, it's a joke. The only way this can be done over is this. We have another election. Now we're going to real third world geek status. Have another election and no mail-in votes and only paper ballots and no electronic machines. Hand count everything. You think, well, that's ridiculous for 300 million people. Hey, I didn't say it wasn't ridiculous, but there's no way out of this mess now. We've got ourselves into an unbelievable quandary in which our elections are being completely and totally manipulated via the international banking cartels to do whatever they want to do. See, they want Donald Trump to win, but they don't care if Joe Biden wins. I'm going to say that again. They don't care. Either way, they're all Zionist presidents. Either way, just Biden just, Biden just said that he'll continue to keep his troop presence in Syria. Nothing's going to change because these presidents don't make those decisions. The difference is we got to deal with a sniffer in the White House, a career criminal who's basically senile in the White House, who basically is a complete and total weirdo. But then again, Donald Trump likes to grab women by their arms, <clears throat> you know, and we got all of the stuff going on with his wife telling everybody, F Christmas, which I heard her say that, by the way. So what difference does it make and who wins? Yeah, I'm asking that question. They're not gonna, whoever wins this election, the bankers are going to do whatever they want. We're still going to have $1.5 trillion of heroin coming out of Afghanistan, whether Trump's in there or Biden's in there. And Oregon just passed, you know, OxyContin's now legal. So you can buy, just get OxyContin on the street. It doesn't make any difference. You can just get what you want. I mean, I mean, heroin's legal on the street now. Methylamphetamines are legal. Everything's legal. And that's the hole they want us to dig ourselves into. More states now have passed recreational medical, not even medical, medical marijuana, recreational use marijuana. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing because, I mean, marijuana is pretty, pretty, pretty whatever. But, you know, the problem with marijuana is that you don't know if it's been laced with something. So, so there are all kinds of different things. Now, children should never use marijuana ever because it impairs brain function and brain development. But, you know, it's just, it's just a big mess. So here we are in Mancow and his ever satirical view of things. He's so funny. Yesterday he sent me a little paragraph to read. Now I want you to listen to this entire paragraph. Now, the final sentence is the punchline on the paragraph. So don't jump to conclusions until you hear the final thing he says in this paragraph. Early November is finally here. And I've seen a lot of hate spewed in recent days about a man who is a consistent winner and an overachiever. And that's what the people who support him like about him. Some people are just jealous of someone who is successful and has a lot of money. Throw in a hot foreign underwear model at his side and they hate him even more. 
You may not have wanted him in this role, but he's there now, and there's nothing you can do about it. I know it's possibly just going to get worse over the next several days and weeks and months and years, but like him or not, Tom Brady, former Patriot quarterback, is turning things around in Tampa Bay with the Buccaneers. <laughs> I had to do that, Austin. I had to do it. I had to read it because I've had enough of this. This is all so twisted and contorted. Mancow sent me that joke yesterday, and, and I sent it out to a bunch of people, and I got all these, like, hate Texas back. You don't understand. We don't like you. And I'm like, stop. Stop. It's a joke. Read the last sentence. It's about Tom Brady. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. And so I, I thought I'd start with that today and just kind of give you guys a little bit of humor. Because, guys, quite frankly, all we can do is continue to pray, walk in love, and you know, bring honor and glory to God and to Christ. That's all we can do. I mean, getting upset and turning ourselves into a knot and causing stress, number one, the stress is going to reduce your body's immune system. It's going to increase your cortisol. It's going to increase the body's decrease the body's ability to fight cancer, heart disease, all these other different things that are related, related to stress. So just chill out. Now, if they give this thing to Biden, we're going to have to march on Washington, D.C. I'm going to have to go up there with you guys. I mean, we're going to have to go up to the state capitol. We're going to have to go all over the place and march. We're going to have no choice. I mean, we have to show up by the millions and millions. But let me tell you something. If Biden wins this illegally and we go march, it's not going to change anything. But we got to do something, all right? Why, why is it not going to change anything? Because he's going to be president of the United States. And he can call in the National Guard or whatever he wants to call in. You know, you have the whole place covered in Secret Service or whatever he wants to bring in there. I mean, this is where we have found ourselves, in the midst of becoming a banana republic controlled by the international banking cabalists who want a Luciferian dictatorship. And what's funny to me, Austin, is they're actually pulling the mask off now, and they're showing us how corrupt they really are. What do you think, bud? Oh, you, you nailed it on the head. And I mean, this the issue is that the only way, and I said this yesterday in detail, the only way to collapse the entire United States is to break it down from every single corner within. It can't be just one specific incident. It would never do it. The United States is too strong. It's too resilient. Everybody in the United States, the patriot groups, they're, they're too... They're too smart, they're too educated, they're too well-armed in a positive sense to allow it to happen with one incident. And so and that's why the COVID started it this year. That was the first break in the back to try to kill the economy or massively cripple the economy, I should say. And then you went ahead and you had all the riots to go in and cause more further unrest, more violence, more conflict, to have more disharmony so that there was no unity among patriots, or not just among patriots, among the United States population, I should say. And then, of course, the entire presidential election, which is, I mean, has been a complete and total debacle this year, all the way to the first debate, which was, it was like watching two middle schoolers argue in recess is, is pitiful, both sides. And so all that's culminated now into what we see is where we knew, and we called this, Trump called it, everybody knew this was going to happen. I think it's just knowing it's going to happen and then watching it happen firsthand blatantly in your face. It's kind of like somebody walking up to you and smacking you right in the face, open hand slapping you in the face. And you look at them and go, dude, why'd you slap me? I didn't slap you. I just, I just felt you and watched you slap me in the face. I didn't slap you. 
you're, you're racist. I'm not, I didn't slap you. Why am I a racist? You just slapped me. Oh, now you're a neo-Nazi racist skinhead. I can't believe you would say I'd slap you. What, are you telling me I slapped you because of the color of my skin? No, you literally just slapped me in the face, dude. Smacked you again. Dude, why'd you hit me again? I didn't smack you, bro. It's a figment of your imagination. You're nuts. This is crazy. What are you talking about? This is what they're doing to us right now. They're literally slapping us in the face like we didn't do that. We didn't do that. They slap us again. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. We didn't steal these ballots. These aren't fake ballots. These aren't dead people ballots. We didn't just show up with 150,000 ballots in two hours, every single one of them, 100% for Biden. We didn't do that. That's just, you're, you're making stuff up. You're nuts. It's conspiracy theory again. Why do you come up with this fake news? You go, bro, you're doing it. I'm watching you do it. No, it doesn't. That's what they're doing. And so I think more than anything right now, it's boldly insulting to me. I think that's the biggest thing about it. It's just flat out insulting because they know what they're doing. Everybody knows what they're doing. Anybody with a brain in basic mathematics and can look at as far as numbers and ballots and graphs and everything and look at statistical probabilities is insulted by this. But yet they're blatantly calling for it. Now, I just saw earlier that Biden came out this morning and basically launched his presidential transition team. He's saying, yeah, I've, I've got basically my presidential transition team. Uh, they're coming together now, basically getting everything set up so that the Biden-Harris administration can get hit the ground running on day one. Literally, they're, 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 they're planning on taking it. That's what they're going to try to do now. And so it's going to turn into this left-right paradigm, again, exactly what Dad always warns about. And it's sucking us into it whether or not we want to even be involved in it. I think that's the rough part about it, I guess. I guess we could all say that. Is that normally we can kind of say, you know what, look at what's going on, look at the truth, and make sure you get the truth out. But the problem is now the truth no longer matters at all in this country when it comes to the left communist agenda. It doesn't. There's, truth is a figment of an imagination now. And the sad part about it is if you look and you do research on history, it's very clear, like Dad referred to Stalin, doesn't matter how I many who votes. doesn't matter who all votes. doesn't matter how many votes there are. It just matters who counts the ballots. That's what, they're, that's what they're proving now. And when you see what happened in the Bolshevik Revolution, and you see what happened in the Soviet Union, and how all these things are mirroring what's happened in the United States now, it's very troubling because when you know the truth, and somebody's bold-faced lying to you about the truth, but yet they're telling you you're crazy for calling them out about the truth and their lies, it makes you pretty irritated. And it's like what Dad said. He goes, if Biden really tries to take this over... That's it, because, I mean, if, if we sit back and we just say, okay, yeah, go ahead. We know it's totally fraudulent. We know you completely stole it. You just need to go ahead and step in. I mean, at that point in time now, I mean, we already knew our votes really didn't make a huge difference before. Now there's not even a, a level of fantasy we can function on and say, well, you know, our votes kind of do still matter. We can kind of make a difference in the Senate and the House. It may still make a difference how we vote. No, it blatantly does not matter at all how we vote. We have turned into Venezuela now if he, we allow him to take it in. That's it. That's it. It's, it's done. We, we might as well not even call it the United States of America anymore. But wait. Isn't that exactly what the bankers are going for right now? Aren't they going to bring the United States essentially to its knees? Where they say, out of chaos, out of the ruins comes a new world order. But the United States has always been a beacon of light. Beacon of Christianity for the most part, even though we've gotten quite far left over the last couple decades. But, you know, the United States has always been kind of there, like this, this 
lighthouse on the hill. Like, listen, don't give up. The United States is still here, even though we do some really, really dumb things all the time, and we invade some countries that don't need to be invaded, and we act like complete and total morons occasionally. We're still the United States, and there's still hope left. That's kind of how the United States has always been. I had a guy email me yesterday, listener, customer from Australia, and he said, Guys, you can't you can't let this fraud happen in the United States. You know, he and he's still kind of in that left right paradigm, but he's looking from an Australian standpoint. He said, "Please," he goes, "You don't understand what's happening here in Australia." He goes, "There's we have no rights, no rights due to COVID, but COVID was just precipitating factor." Long email. He goes, "You cannot allow this fraud to occur." He goes, "Everybody in the world looks up to you." He goes, "At least in Australia, we all look to you." It's like the pinnacle of what we wish we were. He goes, do not allow this theft to happen. He goes, if it happens, you're going to be like Australia. He goes, we have no rights here. We cannot do anything anymore. We can't even leave our house essentially without permission. He goes, it's, it, it's, it's horrible. And the large percentage of it was done due to the mass disarmament campaign that they did in the 90s in Australia. Because Australia kind of went, went out with a whimper. They really did. I mean, I, I love Australia. I've loved this country. I've known many people there. Got lots of customers there, but it just, it kind of just went out. It just kind of fizzled out like a sparkler that ran out of, you know, wax, that ran out of fuse. Just done. That's what I want the United States to be. If we're going to go out in the United States, I want to go out in the United States. I want to, I want to let it be known in this country that we did not stand by and allow fraud to slap us in the face and we never stood up and said no. That's the only last thing that I can say about it. Because if we do that, if we don't do that, dude, it's going to be a whimper. At least if we make a stand and we make a statement, it'll be known in at least some of the history books. Some of the history books, not all of them, because the victors always write the history. But it will be known that we did not go quietly into the night. The United States did not get on its knees and allow somebody to steal it from it. We basically stood our ground, and the theft was just overrun, and there was nothing left we could do at that point if, if, if we cannot take it any further. And that's pretty much where I'm, I'm at with this now, Dad, because it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen as far that's as right. what's about to occur. So it's, to me, it's like, all right, you know, pop off and find out. Let's see what's going to happen next. That's pretty much my stance on it, Dad. Well, you got to remember, Austin, and, you know, this is something that's been planned for a long, long time. It was planned oh, yeah. in 19 – you know, they, they tried to do this, with, you know, with the Bank of America – with the War of 1812, with Biddle. And then Andrew Jackson saw it with this brood of den of vipers. He straight called them out. He told them the den of vipers, he's going to rout them out. And they tried to do it in 1812. I mean, right after the country got founded, they couldn't get it done. They tried to do it with Lincoln. He wouldn't do it. They ended up killing him. And they killed like seven presidents. I gave you a whole list of them the other day. And now here we are in 1913 with that syphilis-soaked piece of filth Woodrow Wilson syphilis blinded one eye the guy was nauseating to me I can't stand the guy he ends up giving them the Federal Reserve Bank he ends up giving them Brandis gets in World War One. he ended up doing all this stuff because Samuel Untermeyer was blackmailing him because of his affairs he had with Princeton why he liked to spread his syphilis everywhere I mean, this guy's a sicko and here we are dealing with what he did 107 years ago right now and then we end up with the communist FDR because remember this this little fight's been going on for a bit because remember what Prescott Bush did in 1933 for you new listeners with, when FDR was there? Prescott Bush was, was one of Hitler's buddies. Kid you not. And basically, Prescott Bush you know, helped finance Hitler. And Prescott Bush, one of the fascist 
dictatorship in the United States. This is the pre this is the father of two presidents of the United States, George H. and George W. And Prescott Bush ended up coming before Congress when two-time Congressional Medal of Honor winner Smedley Butler, General Smedley Butler, was approached by Prescott Bush to lead a coup against the communist Roosevelt to basically form a fascist dictatorship in the United States. This is 1933, hidden in history books. So this side has always been fighting, the side back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, these, and both sides are controlled by the international banking cartels, both sides, because they control the money supply. It always has to work that way. And then what ended up happening is John F. Kennedy, PT-109, basically had his boat shot up underneath him, you know, Japanese wars and waters and everywhere else, and ended up basically being on an island, and he had an epiphany. He did. You know, I don't know if he was born again, and that's such a, that type of epiphany because he was a Catholic, but he had an epiphany, and he realized what was going on. And he decided to come in, even though the mob helped him get into power through Illinois again, and basically put him into the White House. He decided he was going against the mob. He was going to go against this war in Southeast Asia that was being fought over poppy production. Let's be real here, and bring in 50 kilos of heroin in the caskets and body bags of these GIs who were being killed. That's why that war was being fought. He decided he was going to expose everything, all of it, including Roswell. All of it was going to be exposed. They showed us on national TV. They just blew his head off. There you go. And then Lyndon Johnson, the career criminal who was an unbelievable pervert. Listen to me, guys. I'm going to say something. It's kind of crude. This guy was such a sicko. He would actually take his appendage out during meetings with his cabinet and drop it on the table, apparently. Well, I've read this from multiple accounts. He was that sick and that crude. He was a sicko. He was a pervert. Another one, another Joe Biden in the White House. Sick, sick, sick. Okay? He wouldn't even run for re-election. He died right after that. And then we get career criminal Nixon in. And then we probably get the smartest president than we've ever had in the United States. Jimmy Carter, a PhD in nuclear physics, and he wanted to do it was right. He was quickly compromised, hyperinflation, you know, unbelievable 20% mortgage rates. It was insane. I was rounded with all that. Then we got Ronald Reagan, and Ronald Reagan had had Ganook. had had enough. He was another John F. Kennedy, but on the Republican brand. And John F. Kennedy, and of course, Ronald Reagan gets shot 30 days or so, 60 days into Washington, into, into, into his White House term, shot. Because they wanted George H. to take over who was CIA, who worked with Sling and Dope, and who also was involved in the killing of Kennedy. Well, he gets one term, and he had enough of it because he ran Reagan's full White House for eight years because Reagan was basically medicated after he'd been shot, let him sleep for eight years, it took an eight-year nap, signed all kinds of stuff, taking our machine guns away, making vaccine people have no responsibility for killing children. And then we got career criminals, Sabbatean witch, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton in the White House for eight years. So we know what happened with all that mess. You know, Ruby Ridge, Waco, all the rest of it happened under those types of those in the 90s. Then we turn around and we get at George W. with the contested election with Al Gore. Complete and total moron, probably the lowest IQ of any president we've ever had, who I did not vote for in the second term. I voted Libertarian because of what he did in Iraq. And then we get the gay canyon 
and his transgender wife. All right. Dave Hodges asked me the other day. He goes, Ted, I was doing a show with him. He goes, are you sure Michelle's a guy? And I said, let me put it to you this way, Dave. If she's not a guy, she's wearing something strapped between her legs because something's down between her legs. And I said, so whether she is or not, she's a weirdo. But the point is, she apparently wants everybody to think she's a guy if she's not a guy. So what the heck's going on with all that? But I told him, I said, personally, I believe she's a transgender, just like Joan Rivers said right before she was killed. And then, after eight years of the Gay Canyon and telling little girls going to use the bathroom with little boys and making all kinds of sick, perverted stuff happen, we get Donald Trump, who was the accidental president, who they quickly brought to heel. And now we have the sniffer. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a cheap C movie or something. Now we've got the sniffer with his torturing pedophile son, who will never get another laptop for his Christmas present. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> and, and the thing the thing that's crazy about it all, now we're sitting here in a contested election with all kinds of unbelievable fraud going on, and Donald Trump's pointing it out. And all of this stuff's been done now since the 40s, with, with the whole thing with John F. Kennedy, the whole thing with Eisenhower. Eisenhower's death camps with after the war. Truman, 33-degree Mason. Stalin, 33-degree Mason. Roosevelt, 33-degree Mason. You know, Churchill, 33-degree Mason. You know, and all of this stuff has been orchestrated. And so here we find ourselves going, well, that didn't take us by surprise. We knew this would go on. And then, don't forget, they threw the BPA in the food back in the 40s and 50s to feminize the men. Couldn't have the boys who had enough testosterone to storm the beaches of Normandy in the United States anymore. We had to sissify them. And then, oh, let's not forget what they did in the 50s with the Johnson Amendment. Okay, we basically make sure the churches could no longer talk about politics from the pulpit or they'd lose their 5013C corporation. And then we end up like this with the churches. where We have these name it, claim it, blab it, grab it groups who openly put homosexuals in some cases, like Hillsong in New York, on the platform to sing worship and praise. Now, they've been busted up at Hillsong's church in New York. Hillsong pastor and Justin Bieber's spiritual mentor, Carl Lentz, is fired from the mega church in New York City for moral failures. Now, they're not announcing what his moral failures are for this 41-year-old, but they're saying that the firing comes after ongoing discussions in relation to leadership issues and breaches of trust, plus a recent revelation of moral failures. Now, let me say something to you about this. Why is this happening? We saw it with Jerry Falwell Jr., who personally I don't think was even saved. I don't think the boy's a Christian. Just you know, He's a swinger. Like to go to swinger clubs with his wife. I mean, a bunch of sickos. He's now dragging Liberty back into the ditch, suing them for wrongful dismissal, which is insanity. Now, but why is this happening when this has happened so many times with these megachurch pastors? Okay, Let's have a little heart-to-heart -heart with this one for a second. The reason this happens is these guys end up in a situation where they're around just this glitz and success and moral compromise, especially people like Lentz, who's around all of these Hollywood stars who have these extreme lifestyles in which they have a lot of them have moral compromise in their lives. In other words, <laughs> they like their private jets and their whores. I, I can't be more blunt than that, all right? And their drugs. So he's around all this stuff all the time trying to minister to these people. Here's the problem with that. Let 
me give you. I mean, I'm not going to start preaching about this morning because I'll take up the rest of the show. And I'm not going to do that. Here's the problem with that. The Bible is very clear. It says that bad company corrupts good character. And what these pastors have to learn is that you have to have a spiritual gap between you and people who you're ministering to. You have to maintain that gap. In other words, you can't allow yourself to get caught into their lifestyle. This is why so many of these preachers end up being weirdos, because they get caught up in the lifestyle. And what they do is they basically, let's say somebody comes to the church. Let's say they're a billionaire, and they give the church $10 million. This happens, by the way. And all of a sudden they say, I want to meet you for lunch. I'm having a party at my house. I want you to come to my party, meet my friends. And all of a sudden you go, okay, wow, I'm being invited to the great group of Hollywood actors and A-list actresses who are coming to this guy's house, and I'm going to go there and I'm going to minister to these people, and I'm going to become a solution for them. They'll start coming to my church, and they'll give us more money. Okay? Guys, don't tell me this doesn't happen because I've seen it. I've seen it. And so... What they do, they go to these places and they start seeing it. I've got a friend of mine. Every year he gets invited to Mar-a-Lago. He's a mega church pastor for the New Year's Eve celebration. And in fact, he just got, and I said the, I said the picture of the doggone thing. When Trump was going to have his victory celebration, he got an invitation to that. Of course, that hasn't happened yet. And so he's really caught up in all this stuff. And I warned him a few years ago. I said, dude, I said, do you realize the danger that you're putting yourself in by going to Mar-a-Lago and rubbing elbows with billionaires and all these people who own hotel chains and who own major corporations, and all of them are pretty much Kabbalists? Be careful, because they'll set you up. They'll set you up with a really good-looking hooker. Now, I'm telling you what I told him, all right? And I said, they'll set you up you know, with drugs. And if you partake in any of this stuff, I guarantee you you're being videotaped and you're going to be on that, that list of compromise, just like they did with Jeffrey Epstein. The Bible says this, Come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing. You got all these quotes from me on this. I said, if you want to minister to these people, if you want to go to Mar-a-Lago, you go over there and you pray over the meal for all of them, and then you leave. And you talk about Jesus. But don't go over there trying to pretend like you're one of them because you've been called to a much, much higher purpose. And it's not to go in and get compromised by this group of weirdos. What do you think, Austin? It is. I mean, there's no question about it. And that's pretty much, and that's why I told you guys before, you know, all the people that Ted's met, that I've met, that once you start realizing that there's, there's kind of a level. And I, I had a good friend of mine that, was in the music industry out in California and he kind of got out of it because it was very, very hedonistic, obviously, out there in L.A. And he pretty much told me, he said, you know what? He's like, I've, I've been around all these people now. He's like, I've been around this lifestyle. And he's like, I've pretty much gotten out of it. And he said, the thing that I've pretty much realized is, and I, you know, I, as I talked to more and more people, he said, you can hit about $40, $50 million net worth. And I said, wow, that, that's, that's a lot of money. He said, yeah, you can you get to about that range. He said, once you start getting about 40 or $50 million, people start raising eyebrows at you. I said, well, yeah, that's a lot of money to everybody. He goes, no, 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 I don't mean like people. He said, I mean like, like the bankers, like the Kabbalists, like the globalist boys. I said, oh, really? He said, yeah. He said, once you start reaching that point of $40, 50000000 million, he said, they realize that your platform is 
pretty much unstoppable at that point. Unless you're a complete and total moron with money, you, you get $40, $50 million net worth with all these different music engagements and stuff like that and stuff you start doing on your own, he said. It, it, there's not much they can do to stop you at that point. You see, I mean, if you're well diverse and you know how to handle your money and you don't blow it everywhere and you don't burn it in the stock market and buying too much stuff you don't need, he said, you're pretty good. He said, but that's pretty much it. He goes, at that point in time, he goes, you won't go above that unless they let you go above that. I said, what do you mean let you go above that? This is years ago. And I said, I don't, I don't get it. I said, you've already been able to make $40, $50 million. I said, yeah. He goes, because they kind of let you make that money. He goes, you raised some eyebrows. People saw your name. You did some things. You made a little bit of money. To these guys, that's a couple pennies in the bucket. You're good. He said, you want to go above that, though. He goes, you start having to do things you don't want to do. You start getting compromised with stuff you probably shouldn't be in. He goes, the problem is it becomes all so normal because everybody does it out there. And he said, eventually it becomes a point in time. You start seeing this stuff. There's not anything abnormal about it. You're so desensitized to it that it's just, that's what everybody does out there. And he said the only way you get above that level in income is if they want you to get above that level. And so you have to do stuff. And he goes, and if you don't do it, you pretty much, your career goes to crap or you pretty much get capped. And, you know, you kind of become that B-list, C-list person out there. And you, you do some things, you make some money, but your career never really progresses any further from that. And I said, really? And he goes, yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's how it is. He goes, I, I, well, I can show you numerous cases. He said, I don't want to get people in trouble with it. He said, because that's the thing. Secrecy is king out in L.A. And I said, secrecy is king. He goes, yeah. He goes, one thing you don't do out there is you don't start naming people unless you're told to name people. You don't bring people's names up. You don't bring incidents up. You don't bring parties up. You don't bring nothing up. You may be at something one night, and you know a lot of people. He goes, they all do really weird stuff. Never gets brought up. Nobody talks about it outside of that circle ever. If you do, you pretty much are completely and totally disavowed. Then you're done. He goes, and that. Why do you think what happens is some of these actors, they find them in their apartment with their needle in their arm, completely and totally dead, drop dead. Because a lot of these guys, they were going to say stuff. They were bringing stuff up. They were naming names. Same thing I was told personally about. Um, the guy from uh, Fast and the Furious that was on there. I forgot, what, what was Paul his Walker. name? It, Paul Walker, yes, I'm sorry. Brain skipped out on me there. And I, I've been told that by numerous people that I knew out there, that Paul Walker was getting ready to expose a significant amount of stuff, including child trafficking and the child trafficking out of the Philippines and what they were doing over there and what they were doing with the sterility vaccines they were giving and basically sterilizing a lot of these kids out there in the Philippines. And all of a sudden, he's in a Carrera GT Porsche, one of the finest race cars built for the street known to man at that current time, riding with his buddy. And by the way, Paul Walker was an exceptional driver. The man was aggressive. He was strong. He was extremely strict with his driving. He raced all the time. And he's on a back road doing 80 miles an hour and allegedly slides off into the grass and the car burst into flames because it touched a two-inch tree with nothing else around it. Now, you can come up with some worse stories of how somebody died as far as fake news, but I don't really know how to much make more fake news than that. And then remember even the photos of the car, complete and total fiery carnage, burnt down to the ground, sitting in a little grass field by itself, nothing around it. 
and Dad and I both know. I've, I've, I've seen that car before in person at dealership. Never, never had the privilege of driving it. It's like a million-dollar car, but I've seen it. And I mean, it's a race car. It's designed to be a race car. It's got a controlled, you know, basically sealed fuel cell in it. It's designed to be a race car. And so, but again, that's what happens to this stuff. It doesn't matter how much money these guys make. Paul Walker obviously knew some stuff, and he'd been around some people, or else he never would have been brought into that Fast and Furious movie scene. He, they were making an enormous amount of money. That, those films have generated hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars. And all of a sudden, he's in the sixth, seventh film, something's going to happen. It was obviously egregious enough for as big as that film has been to knock him out during the production of the film. But don't tell me he wasn't on to something they didn't want him on because there's no way that car at 80 miles an hour burst into flames because it slid into the grass on a back road. Complete and total lies. There were numerous people that I had talked to that said basically that, that car was either rigged with an explosive or that, that basically got a drone strike on that car. And I have no idea. I cannot prove that whatsoever. That's just what I was told in theory over there with people that were in the know. But again, remember when situations like that happen, and you have stuff basically like Heath Ledger and these films these guys get involved in, these movies they get involved in, they compromise themselves in horrible ways. Not only do they have to deal with their conscience and their guilt, but a lot of times they want to bring it up and they want to start talking to people about it. And the problem is when they do, it's a no-no. You don't bring that stuff up. And so that's exactly right. Be very cautious if you get involved in that with some of these people, especially the billionaire boys club, because you're going to see stuff you probably don't want to see. You're going to see stuff you don't ever want to talk about. But at some point in time, it's going to compromise you, and that's what they bet on if you want to get to that level. And so that's why I always tell people when you see these individuals now, and that's the problem we see in the presidency. There's no way in the United States anymore to have a true president. A true president. It's done. At this current time in history, a true presidency does not exist. To even get elected, you have to generate hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars to basically run an election campaign now for, for presidency. And even in that, it still ends up being a failure in most cases. I mean, look at JoJo. I mean, she had an incredibly good constitutional backing. She had an incredible, exceptional amount of campaign traits and qualities that she wanted to do, including defunding the Fed. You know how many votes she got down here in Florida? 70,000, which, quite frankly, is incredible for an independent. She got 70,000. How do you know? Populous has 22 million people down here in total. That's what she got because they didn't want her to be president. So not only do you have to have the money, and you have to have the clout, and you have to be compromised, you have to basically get the green light. And that's exactly what happened with the Hillary campaign. Trump was kind of the plan B. They knew Trump was a banker boy. They really didn't want him in. Whatever Hillary has done in her past, she obviously thought she had paid her dues enough to get elected. And Trump ran a much better campaign than her. And I think Trump truly did at the beginning think that he was going to be able to change everything as much as he wanted to. And, that, you know, he got a real reality check real fast when he couldn't do anything about Hillary or do anything other than what they pretty much allowed him to do. But now we're seeing to the point where we're taking that a step further, where there's blatant fraud in the, the Hillary election. Trump wins. Now we're seeing it's not just blatant fraud. It's slap you in the face with our hand fraud and tell, and tell you we didn't do it fraud. That's what they're doing right now. And so, as I said earlier... This can't be allowed to go any further with this. If, if Biden really tries to take the cake and go all in, 
this is something that can't be allowed because at this point in time, after this, there will be no constitutional republic. And so that's kind of my meddling right now. It's an interesting day for me, so I apologize if I'm going too long on that, Dad. What's your next story? No, no, I, no. And one of the, let me say one other thing, too. You know, it's like with Carrie Underwood when she was being interviewed by Oprah, right? She had Jesus signs all over her house, all over her place. And they came in. And they strategically put stuff in front of the Jesus signs and set the cameras up so Jesus would not be promoted because of that yep. globalist weirdo Oprah who was given the green light to become a billionaire. I mean, a bunch of bunch of weirdos. But let's let's talk about let's talk about some health stuff real quick because I had enough of this negative stuff right now. Let's talk about what's going on according to the American Medical American Psychological Association. They're now saying that 68% of Americans say that the upcoming elections of this current election, what's going on with Trump right now, is a significant source of stress. Now, if you have stress, you've got to realize you've got to increase your B vitamins, you've got to increase your vitamin C, you've got to increase your antioxidants. Really important, otherwise your immune system gets compromised. But we need to also realize that the U.S. is actually more accurately described as a corporate oligarchy, and the main powers were the big six. Banking, pharmaceutical, agricultural, military, industrial complex, energy, and media industries. That's who runs the country, guys, because the Federal Reserve controls all of that. Regardless of who wins this presidency, you need to realize that your power as an individual lies in your day-to-day decisions. Listen to me, friends. Now, why am I bringing this up? You've got to maintain your health right now. You've got to maintain your muscle weight. You've got to maintain good dietary choices. You've got to realize that heart disease, diabetes, and all these different diseases are responsible for 94% of COVID-19-related deaths. The COVID's not that bad, but you've got to maintain your health. You've got to think clean all the time now how you eat your food. Stay off of sugar. You've got to do this to fight this global technocratic system. You know, get involved in your local government. You know, you know make sure you have elected, if you've elected a constitutional sheriff like Grady Judd, like we have down here. And also... Purchase your goods and services from companies like Health Masters whose values align with your own values. Don't continue to support the government-run groups like Google, the government runs Amazon, and all the rest of it. Just step away from all of that stuff. You know, don't go to Walmart. Go to the local shops. You know, don't don't get involved with these clowns. Stay away from these stuff. I mean, I loathe going to Walmart. I probably go to Walmart once or twice a year. I hate that place. Last time I went over there, it looked like a doggone deserted nightmare. I mean, there were there were like latex gloves laying all over the parking lot. It was disgusting. I mean, don't support that stuff. And, and remember, big data. This is all the information they're mining off. You turn off your apps, your permission slips. Big data is the new big oil. And Google is a pack is a key data mining operation. Don't use Google. If you have DuckDuckGoGo, use it. It doesn't keep records of everywhere you've been and everything you're going to do. Really important that you understand that. Now, let's talk about one other thing, too, from a health standpoint. Stay away from processed oils. you got to stay away from processed vegetable oils. I'm telling you, one of the most damaging components in our modern diet is processed vegetable oils, because they contain excessive amounts of oxidized omega-6 linoleic acid. The biological damage they cause is even worse than caused by refined sugar and even high-fructose corn syrup. These oils are bad. And virtually all chronic metabolic and degenerative diseases, including age-related macular degeneration, 
are primarily caused by all of these omega-6 vegetable oils in the diet. Vegetable oils degrade to become extremely toxic when they're heated. Okay, It's really important you understand that. It massively increases the risk of heart disease and neurological diseases, including Alzheimer's. Two common sources of these are, all, are basically from, are from, are far, are from the farm chicken and pork. You've got to be aware of these things. These animals are routinely fed grains such as corn. The result, the meat becomes high in omega-6 linoleic acid as corn is loaded with this type of fat. That's why it's really important to eat organic and not eat organic with food that's been fed you know, GMO corn. Very important. You also need to replace your processed vegetable oils and the foods that contain them with healthy fats. Now, here are some examples of oils, and I don't really cover this much on the show anymore, but I need to. Here are some examples of oils that you need to avoid and never put into your body. Number one, soybean oil. Soybean oil is one of the worst oils you can possibly put into your body. Next, sunflower oil, safflower oil, canola oil, corn oil, cottonseed oil, hydrogenated oil, refined pumpkin oil, all, all these oils have to be kept out of your diet. Avoid things like fake whipped cream. Get real whipped cream made from organic milk or organic cream. Don't use fake butter spreads like margarines. Don't buy store-bought pastries or chips or crackers that are loaded with all these oils. Stay away from margarine and shortening, which is straight trans fats. Avoid restaurant fried foods, chicken McNuggets, candy bars, that kind of stuff. Avoid all of that junk. It's very, very important. Remember, you can use olive oil, avocado oil, peanut oil if you don't have an allergy to it. Real organic butter is absolutely great. I use it all of the time. Macadamia nut oil, coconut oil, almond oil, all those are fine. You need to stay away with, with, stay with your fish, uh, you know, with your salmon. It's loaded with omega-3 fats. You know, you can use things like, you got to be careful when you heat these up. You also can use walnut oil, but don't, don't heat with these. Just, just put them as a finishing oil. Walnut oil, flax oil, sesame, oil, walnuts, those types of things. But we have to understand that right now we don't need to use a lot of omega-6 fats. It makes your blood really, really thick. All right? It makes it so the viscosity goes way up, and it makes it very difficult for your heart to pump it. You know, when I cook, like I probably eat five or six meals a day, I stay with grilled chicken, rotisserie chicken that I've deskinned, and I'll you know, I use vegetables, and I'll either use coconut oil, I'll either use butter, and I also use olive oil upon occasion. And we also have other types of oils that we use in the house, like avocado oil. And they taste great. And I, and I put them in the pan. I don't overheat the oil. Now, butter's okay. You heat up butter. But, guys, butter's not going to hurt you. Eggs aren't going to hurt you. It's all of these fake fats that we put into our bodies that are so bad. I try to eat four to six eggs every single day. It really keeps my brain frosty. I mean, I'm, I'll be 65 here in a couple of days. I mean, I feel absolutely wonderful. Now, every once in a while, I may forget something, but shoot, I did that when I was a teenager. <laughs> but So my brain still works as well as it did work when I was a teenager, and that's the key here. So many of you have heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. I'm just going to be honest with you. So many of you have have problems as far as remembering stuff or you're suffering with early onset you know dementia or Alzheimer's disease that are listening to the show right now so much of that can all be helped by changing 
changing your diet and getting off these omega-6 fats. Taking B-complex, vitamin C, D3, vitamin E. Vitamin E is Vitamin E and cod liver oil are two of the best things. I take them every single day along with black seed oil because the vitamin E and the cod liver oil, they keep the blood thin like water. They make the blood flow really, really very efficiently. And when it does that, it allows it to permeate the cell membrane more efficiently. It allows the oxygen to be distributed properly through the cells. I mean, think about it for a second. Do you really want to try to pump blood sludge? What do you mean by that? Well, how thick do you want your blood? You want goo? I mean, you want, do you want your blood to be like, you know, 90-weight oil? Do you want your blood to be like molasses on a cold day? How much pressure do you want to put on your heart? One of the reasons that so many people have high blood pressure is their blood's too thick, and their heart's having a boom, 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 trying to pump this sick sludge through their doggone cardiovascular system, and then we get a stroke from it. you got to keep your blood thin. You drink half your body weight fluid ounces in distilled water every single day. In other words, if you weigh 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water a day. So well, I don't like distilled water. Okay, well, whatever. Take an organic lemon and squeeze some lemon into it. Use a little bit of you know, stevia in that doggone mixture. Now you got lemonade. There are all kinds of natural things that you can drink that you can make with distilled water. Very important. In addition to that, take your vitamin E every day. Take your cod liver oil every day. Keep that blood thin. Stay away from omega-6 fats. They're incredibly bad for you. Plus, remember, soy oil. <laughs> soy oil is loaded with phytoestrogens. I mean, if you want to, if you want to make yourself a girly mon, eat a lot of soy. And I'm being facetious, but I'm not. Stay away from soy oil. It's very important that you never put soy in your body in any concentration. That's one of the things that I look for, Austin, when I look at a label. I look for hydrogenated oils, and I look for soybean oil. I also look for canola oil. I won't put that mess in my body either. That Canadian oil company took that toxic rapeseed oil and basically decided to feed it to humans. It's like WD-40, for heaven's sakes. It's nasty stuff. It's loaded with omega-6 fats, which massively causes the blood to get thick. So stay away from canola, soybean, very important. Stay away from trans fats, no margarines. That product, I can't believe it's but not butter. They need to rename that. I can't believe I'm dying of heart disease and cancer. That's how they need to rename that garbage. It's trash. Use real organic butter. Well, there you go. That's my little health tip for the day. And drink your water. Make sure you have water in your hand whenever you go in your car. You got a cup holder for a reason. Make sure you're sipping on water throughout the day, all day. Keep that blood thin. It'll also help to maintain healthy blood sugar, healthy blood pressure, healthy cellular respiration, and healthy homeostasis in the body. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I got to pray for you today. Guys, just remember this. Jesus Christ is still on the throne. You know, God's in heaven. You know, he's looking down on us right now. He's omnipresent. You know, he's not up there saying... Man, I didn't see this happen with this election. <laughs> okay, he already knew what they were going to do. He warned you about it, okay? So you've got to stand in faith with Christ and with God Almighty, with the great I Am. He loves you, and so do I. You guys are absolutely awesome. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And the other options you can do to add in something to 
water to make it taste a little better. Some people just don't like drinking water. I know some people are like that. The magnesium brain food we have mixes really well with water. And also the muscle blast. That's one that I drink every workout. Um, just a little added something. And I mean, if you can't have that or you don't want to drink that for some odd reason, then if you're going to get a drink occasionally, at least get something that basically is organic that's sweetened like stevia or monk fruit. People don't realize how unbelievably horrible sodas are for you, even the diet sodas with the phosphoric acid and everything. And um, they're just, they're garbage. They're, they're one of the most toxic drinks you can have. I've told this before. People, when I've been talking to them and stuff, I said, I'd rather you go have an organic brew, an organic beer, than go drink a soda. It's much, much healthier for you, flat out. When you look at what the damage does from the high fructose corn syrup and sodas with non-alcohol fatty liver disease, it's horrific how bad the high fructose corn syrup is on your liver. And if you choose you don't want the high fructose corn syrup, you want the aspartame or the Splenda, well, the aspartame, you're basically burning your brain cells up with the Splenda. You're basically rotting your colon and dumping free chlorine molecules right into your digestive system and killing off all your good bacteria. There's an article on the website you can look at, Splenda. There's another one you can look about on there on aspartame. Just put those in the search engine. We have detailed, documented, referenced articles discussing those compounds and how dangerous they are, even though the FDA has approved them. The same thing why it's always laughable when they're talking about now these vaccines getting ready to be rolled out and the FDA approving them. I have about as much faith in the FDA as I do as the ATF, which is zero. So that's what you have to realize. Another thing, too, you can also add in, people always kind of say, well, what's the best, you know, kind of diet? Well, there's no such thing I don't like to say as a diet. It's more of a lifestyle choice. And if you look at something, a lot of times a Mediterranean diet is something that kind of that basis, and people call it that, but in general what it really is is it's a, usually a good diverse fruit of, of well, vegetables, of good fruits and nuts, and also good meats and oils, such as, you know, fish, eggs, so forth, you know, also like that, so the avocado oil. So he covered a lot of that, but I just want to kind of reiterate it. My good friends have been working out me for a little bit. I've been helping them drop some weight. You know, I told him, I said, listen, I said, the biggest thing is, I said, cutting out the complex carbs all the time, the real refined complex carbs. You know, you're going to go in and you're going to have some – you know, uh, sweet potatoes, organic sweet potatoes, organic rice. So I said, that's fine. I said, but eating like bread, pasta, pizza, that's a no-no. So just don't do it. And so he's been adding in a lot more of the healthy fats all the time and healthy meats and basically just sticking with primarily vegetables. And I told him, I said, if your fat content is high enough, your good fat content is high enough, you don't need a whole lot of carbs to function. You need a little bit occasionally. Make sure you can keep blood sugar stabilized. But... You don't have to be eating 100, 200, 300 grams of carbs every day. It's just nonsense. If you're getting enough healthy fat in, and it'll also keep your stomach full much longer. Whenever you eat a good, healthy fat, you don't, you're, you don't get hungry in 30 or 40 minutes. That's the issue you run into. If you're just eating straight carb and protein meal with almost no fat in it, it'll last you every bit of 45 minutes to an hour. You'll be ravenously hungry again. So the fat really helps to stabilize the blood sugar and allow you to go longer without being so hungry because you really only need to eat about every two to three hours. That keeps the metabolism pretty spooled up. Anything less than that, you're getting into like bodybuilder contest prep category, and that's there, there's no way to live. I used to do that for years when I was younger. It, trust me, it's not a very healthy lifestyle, to be honest with you in general. So, again, thank you for the support. Hope this information helped you guys out today. Uh, thank you for just standing your ground with this and all of us unifying with the situation that's happening right now, but also keep your head on strong. 
staying focused on what's really happening right now. There's going to be a lot of stuff that happens over the next couple of weeks. It's going to get people very hot. It's going to get people very aggressive. And, you know, we may have to be called forth to defend certain things. But also, too, that means we need to handle them appropriately and like patriotic Americans and not allow what the left is doing to cause us to react. If we need to basically come in and handle something or defend something, that's different. But you don't want to turn into just a quick reactionary force all the time. As soon as something happens, everybody goes ape crap on the right and starts doing nonsense because I promise you, cameras are going to be out, phones are going to be on. Any single thing we do to slip up, they're going to try to blast us for it on the mainstream media immediately. It doesn't matter what the left does. The left, the left can go in and burn down entire city blocks, and they're just going to cover and say, well, that was, that was a peaceful protest because Trump's refusing to step down. If one of us comes in and defends our home, as we saw in St. Louis, when hundreds of people descended upon their neighborhood and broke down their gate and passed no trespassing signs and violated multiple laws, and they walked outside with firearms, did not fire a shot, but walked outside with firearms, and they're being charged with felonies now. That was a perfect example of what I've told everybody. Make sure you realize what's about to happen when you have to do it, because they are going to eviscerate us. Same thing they did to Kyle over basically um, in uh, Kentucky, or wherever that was at now. There's all these incidents that are happening all over the place. So again... Stand your ground, but use your head. Stay frosty. Keep cool when the time comes. Thank you again for the support. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Got the food buckets on sale, a lot of different stuff on sale. Product of the week on the website as well. So be sure to go check that out. It's uh, it's our potassium iodide on sale for 15% off. Healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.